The good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pillay. Hello, Terence. Hello, Darren. What is it today? I know it's Women's Month, and I know uh, yes. sometimes we get it wrong. Uh, I think we, we did, you know, as we approach the end of Women's Month, mm-hmm. um, I couldn't help but notice that this entire month has been littered with some pretty questionable incidents. Mm-hmm. Um, it all started with that reality TV contestant, Tevin Naidu's caption to an Instagram post um, that used molestation as an a- analogy to describe how he was looking at a woman in the picture. He captioned the post, find yourself someone who looks at you the way I look at her, like a molester who found his next victim. Oh, I remember that. It was a very, very poor taste. Yeah, and it was outraged the caption, and then Naidu apologized for the gaffe. Mm. Um, and then a local comedian was reported to have seen sent his ex-wife a message claiming that he would send five men to rape her. I uh, heard about I that chatted, as well. I chatted to the journalist who broke the story, mm. and she says he confirmed that he had, in fact, sent that message who to his ex-wife. That? In a more recent story, South African Institute of Civil Engineering CEO Manglin Pele has apologized for offending so many people with his misogynistic article about women engineers. Mm. I don't know if you read about that. No, I didn't hear so that. in the offending piece, also published on his LinkedIn page, yeah. uh, Pele questioned whether South Africa should invest oh, heavily yes, yeah. in attracting women into science, uh, technology, engineering, and mm. mathematics fields. He claimed that research showed women uh, to be predisposed to caring mm. and people-oriented careers. Now, the only reason... Oh, that so I remember that. How ridiculous is that, is how that ridiculous article? For and, a CEO. and a captain of industry. Yeah, 100%. To say something so ignorant. And the only reason women would probably go into the caring and people or into careers is because that's how structurally unequal mm. our society is. First of all, women do get pregnant and have children. So businesses need to set themselves up to support women mm. who are pregnant or have young babies, as opposed to saying, don't go into that kind of... Mm. uh, career because you're a a woman Mm. it's a contentious issue um, as well as costly one I mean businesses should have creches and suitable maternity and maternity leave and uh, perhaps a woman can stay at home for the first few months and the father can take over after that there are a lot of countries that do that 100%. 100%. But this is not the only example of sexism within professionals. We see it all the time. I saw a tweet recently from a government official who tweeted something to the effect of, if another person wishes me Happy Women's Month, I'm going to slap them. The fact that we still have a day like Women's Day tells me that society is still largely unequal. 100%. If you look at something like gender pay parity, for example, I think only Iceland has absolute gender pay parity. Mm. And the whole country came to a standstill because some man found out that women were being paid less than men and so they all went on a strike it was fabulous. to address the issue. Yeah. The point I'm making is that there is still so much tacit discrimination mm. and sexism and the, and, and the way of thinking has to change. If somebody in the position of a CEO of an institute of engineering feels that it's okay to say something so stupid like because research shows that women tend to go into caring and people-oriented mm. professions, mm. that we shouldn't invest in encouraging girls to go into science, technology, engineering and mathematics. What rubbish. It's like saying, because under apartheid, black people only worked as laborers in mm. farms, therefore black people shouldn't Are predisposed study predisposed to, yeah, that's ridiculous. It's quite ridiculous. It's the system that created this inequality. So you, ca- you can't continue the inequality simply because it once existed. That's a stupid logic. I mean, uh, mm. I have to question his intelligence on that. And coming you know, up... I, sorry, before you say what's coming up, um, what's very interesting, a lot of people forget about this, is everyone quotes the Freedom Charter, yes. which was written in 1954. 
and they forget that it was a year prior, 1953, that the Women's Charter was written. 100%. It was more important to us at one stage to get that bit right before the Freedom Charter. And we see, and that was how many years ago? 60, 60 yeah. plus years ago? And we still haven't got it right. 100%. Do you have any solutions? Well, coming up, we talk about that. The good, the bad, and the ugly. With Terence Pillay. So, like I said, Terence. So, uh, we, this, this, this argument, this debate, it's mm. not new. We've been, we've been championing uh, the rights, uh, the power for women yeah. for a long time, and in, a, in, a, in a lot of ways, we seem to be going backwards. No, hundred. Uh, we have less representatives in Parliament than we did in '94. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I was chatting to a friend about this very subject the other day, and his mother was 89 related a story to me which mm. kind of put things in perspective and really got me thinking about this whole men and women and how the past seems to be informing mm. the future she said when her husband died it, she took it really badly mm. but when someone asked her if she would have him back you know would she and she said no she wouldn't uh, she said while she loved him very much um, and he was the father of her children and all of that when he died she experienced freedom for the first time wow. in her life she said uh, when she grew up, her father was very strict and women had a place mm -hmm. and he decided what that place should be. Mm -hmm. Then she got married and the same thing happened with her husband. He would go to the shops and buy her fabrics and she would make dresses with the material that he gave her. Mm -hmm. And she said when she started work, even though it was her money, her husband had to sign for her to get a bank account. Uh, so she yeah. would be able to control her. She wouldn't be able to control her finances, mm. um, but she couldn't have anything to do with his mm. either. Uh, since he died, she doesn't have that anymore. She's traveled the world, which she wouldn't have done for the first time in her life. Uh, she's making decisions for herself. Mm. The thing she said is uh, he was the only man she wanted in her life. But things are very, very different mm. now. Mm. And someone on Facebook asked, why should there be a women's day in the first place and no day for men? Mm. You know, that's been asked a lot. The whole point of having a day that focuses on a marginalized group mm. in order to draw attention to these very inequalities mm. that exist in society is because people don't see them. Uh, they become so normalized and we don't see them so you have to draw attention mm -hmm. to them. The fact that white men in particular are at the pinnacle of society because of the mere fact that they are white men mm. still exists. Mm -hmm. Like it or not, structurally, that's how it has been created by men of privilege mm. over centuries. Mm. You can't then have a day for men because we don't need a day. No. Our entire life is a day. You've got, you got it all, yeah. If you look at CEOs of listed companies in South Africa, you'll find that about 80 or 90% of them are still males. Mm. So when someone in a position of leadership, like this um, engineering guy, uh, someone who's directing policy decisions, influential in their space, and heading up institutes that are supposed to promote a particular profession and doesn't practice equality, you need to ask, what's wrong with him? Yeah. Uh, what happens if there's a young girl in an area somewhere who dreams of, say, being an engineer, and hears some inane comment like the one this engineer made? You would kill that dream. Mm -hmm. That's what you would do. Um, Words matter. Exactly. This man reads a research publication about this particular view of women, uh, that they should be soft, nurturing, caring, and go into people-oriented careers. And he immediately sees that as a valid position. Mm -hmm. And that's because he's programmed to believe that. My reaction, my reaction to that would have been, uh, that sounds like bull. Mm -hmm. And I would have questioned some of the assumptions about that research. You'll probably find, if you read a lot more of that research or study, mm -hmm. there's a lot more nuanced in it. 
and a lot more detail. Yeah. Uh, but what he does is he latches onto one component of it, yeah. which supports his sexist view. Yeah. You often hear women say, if you want to have better men, you need to raise better boys. But it's not easy to break the cycles of that. And while uh, this is our South African context, these kinds of views are magnified all over the world. Well, thank you for highlighting that for us, Terence. And uh, you know what? We'll probably have to do it all over again <laughs> next, next year. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to engage with Terence, you can do so. Best places on his Twitter, at Terence Pillay, one, one R in Terence. Thank you, Terence. Thanks, Darren.